Hey friend, what is up? Welcome back to the Take the Leap podcast. This week I want to continue on a previous episode. It was number 20, I believe, where we were talking about dealing with difficult emotions and one of these emotions that came up was guilt. And I wanted to go a bit deeper into that and what it actually means and I want to reframe what that guilt can do for you in your life. bit more about that like guilt because I um I know that we need to kind of reframe the guilt um because now it feels like okay you're guilty for quitting your sport and um that's a good thing because you should feel you should be feeling guilty right (laughs) I don't want to leave it on that note like I talked about in the last episode like you feel guilty because after quitting your sport, you not, not, not only let down yourself because you have this dream and you've let yourself down. You're like, I feel guilty. I, you know, God, I feel, feel bad. Uh, but you also let down a lot of people around you. So your coaches, the people in your team, uh, other team members, federations, sponsors, um, parents. You know, there are so many people that you kind of let down by deciding to quit or, you know, having to quit due to circumstances, whatever it is. So let's like dive a little bit deeper into why you should not feel guilty about quitting. Um, I know what helped me a lot and I want to help you get over, well not get over, give that feeling a place and a space within yourself and in your life. Let's talk about why you feel guilty in the first place. Let's let's start there because the reasons can be um, you know, different for every sport, but let's just kind of generalize here. You feel guilty because sports your sport costs a lot of money and people around you have spent that money on you, whether that's your parents, uh, sponsors, your federation, people have sponsored you. And this goes extra for sports, uh, for individualistic, individualistic sports. So figure skating, for example, is a very expensive sport uh, that you do by yourself, right? Uh, sponsors don't support a team, they support you as a person. So you are responsible for, you know, making it happen. These people, they sponsor you, they give you a lot of money, and you are responsible for actually getting to that first place, right? So they sponsor you as a person. And that's, I think, different than when you're in a team sport. I have never played team sports because I am not a team player. <laughs> I, would, I can admit that about myself now that I'm 32, but I am, I am not a team player. But... Um, you know, when you receive the money yourself, and it's not like a thousand euros, but like, you know, large amounts of money, um, you feel extra guilty because it's all for you personally, right? It's, it's all, it goes all, it all goes into your name. So you, you are responsible by yourself. Yeah. And you, when you quit, you know, when you, when you stop, or when I stopped skating, I felt responsible for that. Oh my God, people spent money on me, not just a little bit, but a lot. And uh, yeah, I let these people down. So that's why I felt really guilty. So that, that's part of that is money. Uh, another thing is, is time. I felt guilty that I wasted other people's time. I felt guilty towards my parents because they, especially my mom, because she drove me to figure skating all the time. And I'm not talking about half an hour you know, to the rink and half hour back. When we lived in America, we lived in Virginia Beach and I skated in Chesapeake, which was like a 45 minute drive. That's a long drive. But then when I advanced in my levels and I got into like a a higher level, 
I started skating in Washington, D.C. And so my mom drove me to Washington a couple times a week, which was a three-hour drive to the rink and a three-hour drive back. So that's six hours in the car per practice, right? And then I even, I, I went further. I wanted to level up even more. And then I started skating in the Philadelphia area. So we lived in Virginia Beach, but I skated in Philadelphia. And that was a five and a half hour drive each time. So five and a half hours to the rink and five and a half hours back. So that's 11 hours without break. So my mom drove that for a while as well. Um, and then eventually we, we got an apartment up there and um, we... I stayed there during the week and I was able to leave school and, and not go to school and just practice there. So we would drive. We wouldn't do that every day. But there were days, you know, when I had a test at school the next day or whatever, I had to be present at school where my mom would drive me one day and we would go up and down in one day. So we drove 11 hours just so I could skate two or three hours there and then drive back. So I felt guilty. Because my mom didn't just do that for one day. She did this years and years and years. She, she, yeah, I mean, we joke about it a lot. Like, she was my chauffeur, but it's not funny. The amount of hours that she spent in the car for me, you know. So I felt really guilty um, wasting other people's time. And so, yes, my parents' time, but also the time of my coaches, for example. Like I said in the previous episode, when you practice at 6 a.m. and you show up at 6 a.m., it's not just you. It's your coach too, right? They they have to wake up early. They have to, to put on their skates and, and go to the rink and be there with you and be present because they're getting paid. It's their job. Um, yes, of course. And so they do it genuinely. They do it because they want to because it's their job. But that doesn't negate the fact that they still have to wake up at 5 a.m. and be there for you at 6 a.m. If it weren't for you, they wouldn't be, they would still be sleeping, you know? And now that I am a coach myself, I know, I, yeah, it, it, you know, of course it's your job and of course you love doing your job. Otherwise you wouldn't be a coach in the first place. But I mean, it's, you know, it, 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 it does take a lot of effort. It does take a lot of effort. I'm not a morning person, so when someone tells me they have practice at 6 a.m., I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be there. <laughs> but yeah, you know, sometimes you have to wake up early and do that. Um, so yeah, yeah, I felt really guilty for wasting other people's time. And time, now that I'm 32 and I have a kid, time is more valuable than money, actually. So yeah, you waste people's money, you waste people's time, so you feel guilty about that. And th okay, this might sound kind of weird, but I also felt guilty for people who were rooting for me in some place. I, 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 don't, I don't really know how to explain this well, but I, you know when, you, when you're in your sports career, there are certain people that really want to see you succeed, right? They, they want to see you succeed. And so they are there in the background and they are there and they support you all the way. I don't want to call them like fans per se because that sounds like I'm like this huge celebrity. But there are people that, you know, they send you like a message for every competition. They're like, oh my gosh, you know, good luck. And, we, you know, we're rooting for you or we're watching you or whatever. You know, there are like people who would actually travel to my competitions and, and be there to support me. And... Um, so yeah, that kind of goes hand in hand with like wasting their time as well and their money, you know, for showing up at, at the competitions. But it's also like I've wasted their support 
Like they could have been supporting someone else all this time, someone who did succeed and I didn't. So I was wasting their like energy, their support in some way. That's how, that's how I felt. Okay. Let, I mean, whether it's ridiculous or not, let's just leave that in the middle, but that's how I felt. That's what I felt guilty for letting those people down. So not just the people that were actively investing in my, in my sports career, whether that's with money or time or just being there, but also the people on the sidelines, you know, who were there to support me and yeah, who were always, um, so interested in me and, um, just yeah i just not being able to live up to their expectations of me just felt really bad it made me feel really bad it made me feel guilty and and just to be clear with all of these things these things they right now when i'm talking about it if it seems like i'm a very like sad person and i'm like oh i feel so bad and i you know i'm the victim here but let's kind of turn that narrative around right now and and that's why i wanted to create this episode talk about the guilt um, to show you why you shouldn't feel guilty. No, I said that wrong. Why you, how you can alchemize that guilt into something purposeful and useful for your life because that's, that's what it is, right? You don't have to feel guilty because the, these people, if they really love you and they really support you from, from A to Z, they will know that they didn't just support you in your sport, but they supported you in your life. So yes, of course, my figure skating coaches were always there for me to teach me how to skate and to have, to become a better figure skater. But they also invested in me, in me as a person, right? The things that they taught me on the ice, of course, were very specific for skating. But with that came like mindset lessons and life lessons that I wouldn't have learned otherwise. So yes, these people showed up at 6 a.m. to teach me how to do a double axle, but they also showed up at 6 a.m. to teach me life lessons such as dedication and motivation and what it looks like to work for something, have long-term goals, and to work towards those types of things. Do you know what I mean? Like there are, when you when you play a sport, when you when you practice something, you don't just practice the the skill there is like this whole second layer that you practice with that even if it's not apparent but showing up every single day on time is a skill it's a skill that you can utilize for the rest of your life it's a skill that not everybody you have to realize that not everybody in this world is able to do that with competitive sports comes a certain level of responsibility and there comes a certain level of um, habits that you create in order to get to the top and create those habits that you've created that you've set out for yourself are useful for your the rest of your life it doesn't matter what career you choose they are so immensely useful having that success routine having these habits in place um, makes you a more effective and high level person just in general being able to do that so yes, people invest their time and money in you as, as the sports person, but you have to understand that it didn't just invest in you in your sport, but they invested in you as a person. They saw your potential, not just within the ice, with, you know, on the ice rink or whatever sports you play, not just on the field, but they saw that potential in you as a person. And now you get the chance to use all of these Sorry, now you, now you get the chance to use all of these investments 
to your next goal, into your next vision, into your next level of your life, right? These people didn't invest in you and in your sport only. They invested in your journey as a person. It took me a really long time to understand that because it, I, maybe I've even just understood it when I started coaching myself because I, I have a rule when I'm coaching. I either coach for fun, so I coach people who skate for fun, or I coach people that I feel a connection with. And I'm like, yes, you are hella talented and I want to get you to the next level. And it doesn't matter. These people don't always have to be super, super talented, but they have to have this certain like work ethic. And once I recognize that work ethic in someone, that's when I want to work with you. If I don't feel that connection, I don't want to sk- I don't want to become your coach. And same goes for like, off ice, I'm going to call it off ice coaching, but like coaching in my business, right? I need to have this, this click with you. I need to have this spark. Something needs to happen. So once that I, I started recognizing that within myself, like, Hey, I can, I only want to work with people that I feel invested in. I turned that back to my coaches. I was like, wait a minute. But then these people didn't just want to coach me in my skating, but they, they coached me because they saw potential in me as a person. And whether I was going to make that happen on the rink or outside of the rink, that didn't matter. And some of these coaches I I still speak today because, you know, I mean, they're basically like my second set of parents (laughs) because we spent so much time together. But I I realized, hey, they, they loved me as a person and they want to see me succeed in other areas of my life as well. And that is why they work with me. So I don't feel guilty anymore for wasting their time because I know that everything that they've taught me over the years is something that I still utilize today and I've become a successful person today. So alchemize that. Turn that turn that around for yourself, right? And if maybe if maybe if it if it helps you, go and have a conversation with your former coaches or go have a conversation with your parents about this. Like, hey listen, of course you know, if parents invest so much time and money in you for your sport i mean they do that out of love they do that because they want to see you succeed and my parents have told me that multiple times over over the the course of of my life like listen we wanted to give you a a good life and if you if that meant you know skating for you then we would do anything to give you that opportunity to to succeed so we did that so that you could have a good life you could have a good future so they were investing in my future not just the present um in my in my sports career but in my future for the rest of my life they knew that but my parents were, were very vocal about that so but if your your parents aren't uh, go ahead and have a conversation with about, uh, with them about this topic and just tell them what you are feeling. Like, hey, listen, you know, I feel so fucking guilty for, you know, having to waste all of that time and money up from you. Go have, just go have this open conversation with them because I know that they'll surprise you if you have never heard it before, which I doubt though. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, but yeah, even with former coaches, you know, if you want to know why they worked with you specifically ask them why did you work with me specifically why did you want to why did you want to coach me specifically what about me was so special to you that you wanted to invest in me tell me because i need to know i need to hear that validation so that i can apply this to the rest of my life go ahead and have have that conversation i mean it's it's it works wonder it worked wonders for me so i'm you know definitely go ahead and do that um also you need to understand that not 
all of our journeys lead to the Olympics in the way that you might expect. Maybe, I mean, you know, let's just be, let's just be open about your future. Maybe you become a coach yourself and you coach someone to the Olympics, right? Maybe in figure skating, you become a judge and you go to the Olympics as a judge or a technical specialist. Maybe you get a job at the Federation and you get to be team leader. That person that goes to the Olympics in a different form, but you would have never been there if you wouldn't have had your own years of of your sport do you know what i mean like you would never go to these things and be successful if you had never practiced your sport so just know that even if you are still dedicated to your sport and you want to um, go to the olympics that's still one of your biggest dreams there are different ways um, there are different ways to get there there you know there are many different roads that lead to rome And so maybe your life was meant to be different and maybe your road was meant to be different and allowing yourself to surrender to that and to take into account that there are multiple ways to get to where you want to go. It's all possible, right? And if your end goal or your vision does not include the Olympics, all of these things that have been invested into you, the time, the money, the dedication, the commitment, everything that's been invested into you, can lead you to a very successful career. I know for a fact that um, I, I mean, okay, let's take, uh, I, I, I've worked six jobs, six corporate jobs in five years, right? And I applied to, I don't, I don't even want to know how many jobs I applied to, but I made sure that on every job application, I mentioned my years of um, professional skating. I, I did that on purpose because I knew that people would want to talk to me. And I was right because every single job that I applied to, I was at least asked to come and interview. I have been to countless job interviews and I know that I was invited, not just because I write damn good motivation letters, okay, that's one, but two, I also have a certain mindset that companies are looking for. And so I always made sure to mention my years of sports experience because I know I know that will open doors for you. So yes, you might not have become the Olympic champion that you dream to be, but if you have a different, if you have uncovered another talent within yourself and another passion within yourself, and you now have found a new life path and you're dedicated to get to the top of that, just know that the years of sports experience and everything that you've learned there you can apply to this new career. And I can teach you how to do that. That's my job. That's my business. <laughs> but um, you don't have to feel guilty because it's, they didn't invest in you just in that moment. They invested in your journey, whether that led to the Olympics or not. Right? Other people want to see you succeed. And they want to see you succeed in this new career that you've chosen. And last but not least, and I'm going to end this episode because I want to keep it short, is all of this, remind yourself, all of this is an investment in yourself. It is your life. It is your journey. Own it from A to Z and be thankful and grateful for all of the people that have gotten you to the point that you are at right now. Actively be grateful for these people and these these companies and these federations and these sponsors and your parents for getting you to this point in your life. 
know that they have done this with love know that they have done this because they see something in you they see a certain talent in you you are great you are a wonderful person and you have also invested you have taken everything that they've invested in you and you have applied it for yourself and you have maximized your potential because of that so i want to end it on a on a positive note it's an investment in yourself and you are never done investing in yourself keep going and I hope that you have found your new life path. If you haven't, hit me up. You know where to find me if you don't know how to transmute these skills. Or wait until my book comes out. It's going to be out any minute. So stick around. I would love to chat with you. Let me know. I can be found on Instagram at Jillian Bucker. Uh, or you can you can leave a voice note. I, I keep saying that. But I think I, I need to look into that. Look into the show notes. I will leave it in the show notes. If you want to leave me a voice note... Uh, click here in the show notes and I'll speak to you in the next episode.